Hello again, my friends. I welcome you to yet another broadcast, our second broadcast, and your very own personal story time. You'll have to pardon me as I'm somewhat out of breath. I just finished up setting up camp after trying to find something of value after today's activities, and although I didn't find anything that was particularly high in value or tangible, I did look forward to setting up for the evening to try and broadcast my wealth of knowledge in these archives. So let's begin, shall we? Our first entry for today is a species that I'm quite familiar with, as I have mentioned before. I am from Tatooine, and the Jawa is from Tatooine. Don't forget that I will be deferring to my um, recently decrypted Traveler's Logs from the man who is only known as the Traveler. Let's begin, shall we? Jawas are about a meter tall and are shrouded in heavy brown cloaks and speak in a language understood by very few other species. Fewer still know what is beneath Jawa cloaks, so an air of mystery surrounds these odd creatures to this day. Up ahead, I saw a large vehicle rolling over the dunes, pulling to a halt in front of some moisture farms. The front of the vehicle opened up like a drawbridge, revealing several small creatures in dark cloaks. They proceeded to unload many droids, ship parts, and other scrap, and I moved in for a closer look. Cargo holds, workshops, and living spaces, all large enough for an entire Jawa clan. Mechanical wheels and treads more durable than common repulsor-powered engines. Jawas spend their days combing the desert dunes for droids, ship parts, and scrap to sell to the locals and visiting merchants. They make a good living refurbishing what they find and haggling with moisture farmers, but have a reputation for being swindlers. They are often caught selling dangerous equipment and faulty droids, but as there aren't many retail options in the desert wasteland, they usually still make the sale. Jawa's native language, Jawayese, uses scent as well as spoken word to convey meaning, making it almost impossible to understand by outsiders. To allow them to continue their trade, Jawas communicate with their customers using a simplified version called Jawa Trade Talk. I myself don't think I would ever engage with another Jawa after what had happened to me at one time or another. Even if I, for some crazy reason, crash-landed on the planet and my ship was completely stripped and I needed parts, I don't think I would ever consult a Jawa to try and help me put my ship back together. Who knows where that could go. The tools that the Jawas have at their disposal, they have many tools for capturing and fixing droids. Once the Jawas have a droid in their possession, they fit it with restraining bolts. They can then summon it using a Jawa droid collar. Their sand collars are equipped with magnetic cranes perfect for collecting scrap from the desert floor and a suction tube that transports droids and parts to the cargo hold. The sand crawlers were originally used for mining on Tatooine, but Jawas use these now abandoned vehicles for transporting their wares across the desert, as well as for mobile headquarters. These moving fortresses provide protection from the harsh climate and terrain, and their armor is strong enough to sustain attacks from many of the Jawas' adversaries. I firsthand have seen these Jawa colonies, so to speak, inside of these sand crawlers, and it's quite a sight to see, I must say. But that is all there is for what the Traveler has to say regarding the Jawas, and unfortunately there's no other uh, information in the archives at my disposal, so 
Um, although I have a plethora of personal experiences from my life, my time on Tatooine, I, um, I, I, I don't see any information at my disposal here. So we shall continue. The Nimbano. Homeworld is Nimbon. This reptilian humanoid species is famed for its problem-solving skills. They can be found demonstrating their talents throughout the galaxy, particularly in business and government. Jabba the Hutt employed an Nimbano by the name of Mossop Benid as one of his accountants. I encountered an entrepreneurial air taxi driver in Coruscant. These Nimbanos are very resourceful. Next in our archives is the Ugnat. Homeworld is Gentes and Bespin. This porcelain humanoid species is possibly one of the hardest working creatures in the galaxy. It's fascinating that despite originating on Gentes, many Ugnats now consider Bespin's Cloud City their home. According to legend, when Lord Ecclesi's Fig, the well-known Corellian eccentric, struck on the idea of building a floating city, he enlisted the help of the Ugnats, knowing the reputation as industrious, loyal workers. In return, the Ugnats were given their freedom and eventually allowed to build their own home in the lower reaches of Cloud City. Sadly, many Ugnats who remained on Gintis were sold into slavery and are now spread throughout the galaxy. I myself n knew of an Ugnat, and I heard word that he had been killed trying to uh, help a vigilante of sorts. I, I hope he's okay. I assume Ugnats are technically minded, as they can often be found in engineering sectors, supplying spares for droids, and even operating carbon freezing chambers. There's many species that I myself have not come across, but um, one that looks rather odd in these archives is the Lutrillian. Homeworld is Lutrilia. Lutrillians tend to live a nomadic lifestyle, traveling around their homeworld and avoiding subterranean predators. They love adventure and discovery, and often travel offworld to explore other cultures. They have large, friendly faces with hairy jowls and wide-set eyes. They are considered to be very agreeable, but do have a small problem with greed. I sat down for a game of cards with a cheerful Lutrillian, the friendliest gambler in the place. From the homeworld of Yagdul is the Given. The haunting appearance of the Given species is what most who encounter them remember. With large eye sockets and hairless heads, plus the fact that Given walk with their arms held out in front of them, they give the impression of animated skeletons. Given are highly intelligent and well known for their mathematical skills. This is central to given society as their skills are used to monitor the climate on their home planet to make political decisions and to advance their engineering. Given greet each other not with a variation of hello, but with an equation to be answered. For non-given, the equation comes with three possible answers. This academic prowess leads many given to pursue careers in scientific fields. Drazil Beforfin was a brilliant given cryptographer. When the Empire captured her, she worked for them in exchange for her family's safety. Beforefin was particularly skilled in probability analysis and solving complex mathematical problems, and when Luke Skywalker finally rescued her, he convinced her to lend her skills to the Rebel Alliance. As much as I wanted to learn more about the Given and his gothic appearance, I am terrible at greeting math and wanted to avoid being quizzed. From the homeworld of Yar Tagna is the Tognath. These striking-looking beings are an unusual species, thanks to their insectile and mammalian characteristics. They have both an endo and exoskeleton, which gives them their unique appearance. They also possess a very primitive nervous system. While that may not sound particularly useful, it gives Tognas the ability to be immune to most pain, which, during a time of civil war, is invaluable. This remarkable species also demonstrates basic level telepathy between eggmates. 
Tognath hatchlings whose eggs grafted together before hatching. Benthic Tutus was a member of the Cloud Riders, a gang led by Enfys Nest that operated during the Galactic Empire. Reunited with his brother, Edrio, the two joined Saw Gerrera's rebel call on Jeddah. I was fascinated by the Tognath's breathing apparatus, a corrugated metal contraption which processes oxygen on foreign planets. It only added to his menacing appearance. I've heard tales of the weak way from the homeworld of uh, Shreelur, I believe. Um, the weak way are a humanoid species that can be commonly found throughout the galaxy. They have tough, leathery, wrinkled skin, often brown in color, which helps protect them from harsh environments and blaster fire. And they often keep their hair long. The Jedi Knight, Kemar's Radath Gom, was a weak way. As I traveled through the Outer Rim territories, my heart skipped a beat when our ship crossed paths with a band of Weequay pirates. Luckily for us, they spotted a cargo freighter and set off in pursuit, a venture which no doubt proved far more profitable. My friends, it's time for me to rest. We come to the end of today's particular broadcast. I hope you learned as much as I did. Uh, the Traveler's Logs never cease to fascinate and amaze me. I must be honest with you, I feel like I'm being watched everywhere I go. Uh, maybe it's just the sense of loneliness I feel every time I set up camp, and uh, maybe that's why I'm doing this broadcast, is just knowing that hopefully somewhere out there in the galaxy somebody is listening. But I'd be lying if I said I didn't feel like I have eyes on me. But as I said before, I must leave you. So, until next time, I hope to find you in good health, and may the Force be with you, always. Always.